I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio today is the co-founder of the Rehoboth Summer Children's Theater, Steve Seifried. Welcome, Steve. Uh, thank you. It's good to be here. So glad to have you here. Uh, the Summer Children's Theater, Rehoboth Summer Children's Theater, has a a long uh, and illustrious history. Let's uh, let's start at the beginning for our listeners that aren't as familiar with the work that you do and have been doing for quite some time. Uh, sure. Uh, this was a project of uh, my wife and I. My wife's name is Elise. And Elise and I were actors. Uh, and um, at one point in our career, we were offered a job touring in two-actor assembly programs for schools. It was a nine-month contract back in those days. It was amazing. It was that's, wonderful. Uh, that's almost unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> and so we toured all over the Northeast for an agency doing assembly programs, and that brought us to Philadelphia, which we liked, and decided to stay there and start our own productions of writing and producing two-actor plays. And uh, then we started looking around uh, for uh, a summer program. And the Delaware Division of the Libraries brought us down, brought Lisa and I down for a series of shows throughout Delaware in libraries. And that's how we discovered that there's a beach in Delaware, Mm -hmm. most Philadelphians didn't realize. Uh, And uh, so we did some library shows down there at Rehoboth and and, uh, Ocean uh, View and so forth. And uh, we really liked it. So we thought, gosh, there's a lot of families and kids down here. Mm-hmm. This might be a, a good opportunity. And we contacted uh, several churches trying to find a hall that we could use. And All Saints Episcopal Church on Olive Avenue in Rehoboth Beach responded and said, sounds like a good idea. We'd like you to use our hall. And uh, Elise and I came in in the summer of uh, 1982. We did an August series and it went very well. And we returned uh, for a full season in the next summer. And again, it was just the two of us writing the shows, acting the shows, selling the tickets, sweeping up afterwards, you know, <laughs> everything. And uh, it, uh, it, it seemed to slowly move forward, as things do. And uh, the next year or so, it really started to progress. And as a summer series, it's, it's kind of like a mini repertory, uh, Correct. Right. We take a, a series of shows. Uh, in, in our first season there, I think we were doing um, The Wizard of Oz. And uh, we're actually doing a, a version of The Magic Flute, hmm. a two-actor okay. straight play, no musical. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was one of our things there. And um, we also did an adaptation uh, of a story at Jared's Island, which was one of Marguerite D'Angeli's uh, stories, uh, a pretty famous children's writer from a few years back. So we had a, a, an interesting series of shows, and uh, I'd say the audiences came and started to build, and then um, as we grew, uh, we got up to like uh, 1986, uh, we were outgrowing All Saints Church, and uh, uh, the Reverend Baker from the Epworth Methodist came over. He was bringing his kids to the show. And he says, Steve, we've got a larger hall. You want to come on over a couple of streets over? And that's when they were on Baltimore Avenue? That's when they were on right, Baltimore Right, which is Avenue. where Clear Space Theater production is yes. now. Correct. Right. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, so, um, so that was 1986. We moved over there. And in one form uh, or another, the Epworth Methodist Church has been our home real, literally hmm. since then. And you're in the new facility now out off of uh, Route 1 there. Yes. Yeah. And indeed, very nice, beautiful, beautiful sanctuary. Uh, we're able to move things back, the altar and the, the lectern and uh, an amazing lighting system, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. too. It's, very, uh, it's, it's a terrific facility. We do our plays there. And then um, we started doing some workshops. Uh, oh, this would be uh, early 90s, workshops for kids, uh, one hour, two hours uh, here and there. And those proved very popular. And that grew into a week-long summer camp that then grew into two weeks of summer camp. And now, uh, now we're doing uh, actually seven weeks of film and theater camp. Hmm. Uh, in addition to the uh, full-scale shows that we do. Now, what does that mean for how your staffing has evolved over time? Um, We needed help. (laughs) 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 For sure. Uh, And we found it. I mean, Mm -hmm. there there are just some amazingly talented people out there. We uh, sometimes bring people down from Philadelphia that we work with with our, our family stages company up in Philadelphia. Uh, but uh, there's uh, uh, our camp director now uh, is Karen Murdoch, who's been doing this for 10 years mm-hmm. now. And Karen, who has done a ton of theater in and around Del- Delaware. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, um, she also, she's a singer. And in the summer, she uh, performs at a lot of clubs down in the, the Rehoboth area. And has this was a, a young lady, when we first met her, um, she was an actress who worked with us in our Philadelphia group. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the first replacements when my wife and I started having children. Mm-hmm. And my wife was pregnant and unable to be Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Without a twist to the story. <laughs> yeah, really. So, uh, yeah, Karen started working with us. Then, really, uh, my, my son's 34 years old, and she was there when he arrived. So mm-hmm. she's worked with us off and on for all those years and she so that was you know one of the first people we called on uh to help us out with the camps and then uh you know we are usually auditioning in philadelphia uh for talent that we can bring in uh to spend the summer with us Mm -hmm. and um, and we found various then uh instructors uh and film and theater instructors who can help out uh, with karen at the camp so do you provide housing for the actors that commit uh, the, to the summer? We do. Yes. Okay. So it's, 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 it's a great opportunity you know, for them. It's, it's a, it's a great gig yeah. for the, uh, for the actors. Uh, and, uh, uh, we've had some terrific people through the years and it's always been, always been nice. It's, it's, we really work hard to get the right kind of actors. It's an unusual style of theater. Mm-hmm. Two actors playing all the characters, uh, having to be, very well schooled in physical comedy. There's a lot of crazy business, uh, and we need people who can do multiple characters, voices, uh, and uh, you know, physicalizations of characters, mm-hmm. and uh, looking for actors who just have a great sense of fun uh, in performing these 
45, 50 minute shows mm-hmm. for kids. And I've, I've seen some of the productions and in addition to playing multiple characters, they're, they're fast costume changes and uh, often the, the suggestion of, of different characters through costuming, uh, just uh, a, an incredibly high energy uh, performance on, on the part of the two actors. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's one of our main things is that uh, our shows move very fast we, we get our audiences wrapped up in a story, and uh, we lead them right on through. Uh, and by definition, uh, we are low-tech. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't want costumes, props getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always support the story. They support the flow of the story. They support the character. And it gives us a chance to really move things along and keep people's attention uh, 100% focused. Now, since since 1982, how many uh, unique plays would you say you've created? Um, Any idea? <laughs> I I would guess that in that time, we've done probably 25 to 30 different plays. We mm-hmm. we have kind of a format in that we we rotate three plays that are extremely popular through the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, and Cinderella mm-hmm. have been once every three years we do one of those. Okay. And then we build the, uh, the summer around it. We usually choose uh, another fairly well-known uh, story so we can sell tickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we usually try to find something. For example, last summer we were doing Androcles and the Lion from uh, one of Aesop's fables. Uh, through the years, we've done The Legend of Finn McCool from mm-hmm. Celtic folklore. Uh, Anansi the Trickster from uh, African folklore has been part of our series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have done two uh, original musicals, which uh, we don't do them anymore because my children, who are musicians, mm-hmm. don't live with us anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And when I can get them, I can't afford them. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have a, a, a Commedia dell'arte play that we had music. Um, and Charlie Gilbert, who's a, a, a very, very talented uh, uh, teacher and writer. Uh, he, Connected with the University, with the University of the Arts, of the Arts believe, yeah. in Philadelphia. Uh, Charlie, years ago, sent us some stuff, and I, which I really liked. And I asked him to write music and lyrics to mm-hmm. our play, Pedrolino in a Pinch, mm-hmm. which became the... Uh, the Commedia dell'arte musical Goose Feathers. Okay. And um, then later on we worked with another composer and we did a mashup of Little Red Riding Hood, The Three Little Pigs, and Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which was called Little Goldie and the, the Three Riding Bears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I, I want to pursue this further, but l- let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is Steve Seifried, the co- one of the co-founders of the Rehoboth Summer Children's Theater. Uh, Steve, in talking about the different plays that you've done, um, what what goes into the uh, selection of a play to the writing of it? How much time are we talking about and what, what considerations go into the particular selection and, and, uh, and the writing of it, you know, consolidating characters for two actors? Uh, well, definitely a lot of thought. Uh, part of it is finding a good story. I mean, there are a zillion good stories out there, uh, interesting stories. And like I say, we always uh, try to find something a little out of the ordinary as well uh, and blend that. 
and you know we'll we'll take a play and Peter Pan is kind of an interesting uh, uh, arrangement and it's a familiar story which that helps us because we mm-hmm. don't have to spend a lot of time establishing characters and 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 you know uh, that sort of stuff uh, but in order to uh, manipulate the scenes so that we get the content of the story across and yet can change one character into another uh, where we have where one disappear, one character disappears another mm-hmm. one, uh, carry on a piece of business or narration and so forth but uh, in Peter Pan we found the the best way to work it with the two actors we ended up having uh, one person playing both Peter Pan and Wendy mm, okay uh, <laughs> which uh, is has surprised a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But then we do things, for example, many, much of the information that Wendy and Peter would share about uh, not growing up and what happens in Neverland was actually shared with one of the Lost Boys, mm-hmm. Toodles. Mm-hmm. And we take a character like that, get the information across. And uh, so that is always the challenge of keeping it moving and making sure the play makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, that we uh, keep the, the story moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, over the years, I know you've, you've had more and more outreach. So uh, your summer actors aren't only at the Epworth uh, Church. Correct. Is that correct? That's right. We, uh, we work closely with the Delaware Division of Libraries, with Kenton Sussex County Libraries mm-hmm. especially, uh, uh, offering them uh, one of our shows at a, at a significantly reduced fee uh, that, that – they seem to like. Uh, so we, we do that. We'll go into about 15 libraries down there this summer. And then we are now, we're reaching out even further. We're making uh, our plays available to camps. Uh, and so we have what we call our fee page series where, uh, you know, we, we do have a fee and we'll travel and do a show wherever they'd like us to do. And uh, that's been fun because we've worked with some great, great organizations, uh, We've done shows at the the Freeman stage the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's always worked great work to work with them. Uh, the last two years, we've performed uh, at the Lewis Canal Front Park, which is beautiful, beautiful park that they've done in Lewis, and uh, that's a very popular show out in the public that's open. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, so we've we found all sorts of venues like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we actually... We have the shows that we do at the theater at Epworth, and we'll do 21 performances of what we call our main stage series. And then we'll do another 25 shows on the road through the summer. Mm, so okay. in the course of the two months that we're there, we're doing nearly 50 performances. Wow. So, so when do you recruit your actors, and when do they really get started in learning the material and— and, and working with you. I, I assume, are, are you the director of these productions? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we started uh, auditions in, in Philadelphia in November. Again, we have uh, uh, my full year-round job is with Family Stages, which is kind of a mirror image of what we do in Rehoboth in the two months. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have auditions for them mm-hmm. and with our eye on Rehoboth in November. And uh, then we have, we've had follow-up uh, auditions, and um, we finally, I think, have just nailed down our two actors for the summer. And I'm very excited because usually we have a, a guy and a girl, mm-hmm. you know, as we're doing things like, you know, Cinderella or, right. uh, you know, 
Well, this summer, because of the shows that we're doing, we're able to hire two young ladies to handle everything because we're doing The Wizard of Oz, Mm -hmm. and the one person usually plays Dorothy and one person plays everybody else. Okay. So uh, that can be anybody. Sure. And it's the same thing with Alice in Wonderland. Somebody plays Alice, another person plays all the other characters, uh, and... Gender is not that important mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. those multiple characters. And then in the Jungle Book, you know, they're all animals. Right. So why right. not? Mm-hmm. So we found two terrifically talented young ladies. I'm very excited about working with them mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. So when do they actually start rehearsing? And, and do they rehearse? D- down, do yeah. they come down to the beach before they start rehearsing? Or how does that work? We rehearsed two shows in Philadelphia in the spring. We'll okay. The Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland in uh, May and June. Mm-hmm. And then when we arrive in Rehoboth, uh, the 1st of July, essentially, we'll spend that first week doing some performing and then rehearsing the third show, The Jungle Book, at that Okay. Point. Okay. Now, w- what does a week look like for the actor uh, in the summer? It varies widely, widely. Uh, we have our standard, uh, again, uh, schedule in the theater is Tuesday nights and Wednesday mornings in July. We add Thursday mornings in August. That's where we get our 21 performances of there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a week then, depending on how the bookings go, maybe two or three extra shows. Or I think that we've probably done as many as 10 shows in a week. Uh, so it, it really just depends on how uh, our bookings come in, who wants a show when, and um, we put it together. So. Mm. Uh, and the, the other interesting thing, I think, is that we may be the only summer theater in the world that doesn't do anything on weekends. Okay. We learned in the very first summer. Well, that, that's changeover, yes, right? People exactly. are coming to, they're, they're packing up or they're moving in, right? Exactly. And yeah. nobody's going to fight through the beach traffic on Saturday morning right. for mm-hmm. a kid's show, as much mm-hmm. as they might like it. Uh, we learned that after the first summer. Right, right. So uh, that leads me to my next question. What do your audiences look like? Are they predominantly visitors to the beach? And if so, how, how do you market? Because that's such a transient population. Um, well, it, our, our audience is pretty much 50-50 okay. in terms of uh, residents uh, and visitors. Uh, so that uh, we've got a nice base. Now, Reaching out, you know, it's one of the things we say is there's good news and bad news. I mean, the good news is you've uh, got an aud- a brand new audience every week. The bad news is you've got an br- audience right. every week. So you, <laughs> you have to reach. reach yeah, yeah. You've got to reach them. So mm-hmm. um, we are, you know, pretty heavy on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we do some advertising with uh, places like Yelp and so forth. Um the uh, the uh, the beach paper is a uh, is a very uh, active uh, presentation for what we do. It's a a weekly handout mm-hmm. that is directed at the uh, at the visitors mostly. Okay. So we find those uh, openings, mm-hmm. and through the years we've built up a really nice database of uh, people who find out about us and keep coming back. Great. Well, we have a couple more minutes left. So before I forget, uh, why don't you tell our listeners how they can find out more information about you and uh, take a minute to uh, to uh, plug the three shows that you're doing this summer. Sure. Um, yeah, our, our website is simply rehobothchildrenstheater.org. 
So there's plenty of information there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always uh, email us at Rehoboth Children's Theater at gmail.com. Our phone number is uh, 302-227-6766. So those are the ways that uh, that you can reach us. We're on Facebook, of course, mm-hmm. and um, you can always check that out. We keep things posted pretty regularly to fresh keep things fresh that way. And um, then otherwise, it's uh, a matter of uh, we do a lot of press releases, so we're popping up in all sorts of uh, publications mm-hmm. for people to find. And then... The shows, uh, The Wizard of Oz, like I say, The Wizard of Oz has been something that we've done for years. This was actually one of the shows that Elise and I toured with. Now, do you tweak it each time you do it? Uh, a little bit. We okay. Each time, uh, usually, yeah, a, a new actor will come in right. and and look at something a little different. Right. And, uh, and then we'll claim it as our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and thank yeah. them for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we're always looking. But it's always, and it's always very very fresh uh, mm-hmm. uh, that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because I mean, we've literally been doing this show for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as the summer progresses, you could see all three shows within one week. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, you have The you Wizard know, of Oz and The Wizard of Oz. Then we've got uh, <clears throat> Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we take the Alice in Wonderland characters they're familiar with and we look through. Uh, both uh, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. So we've added uh, the White Knight from the chessboard. Mm-hmm. Humpty mm-hmm. Dumpty makes mm-hmm. an appearance in our version. Okay. Uh, so, again, it's a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new. Mm-hmm. And uh, The Jungle Book is, is just a great story. Uh, uh, and uh, we've come up, again, with some really, uh, I think, effective costumes uh, that convey the animals and... Uh, we can work it in and out very quickly. So, Well, it sounds like a really uh, exciting summer season of a tremendous history with Rehoboth Children's Theater, uh, Rehoboth Summer Children's Theater. Steve Seyfried, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Paul.